0: Are you feeling like you're coming home? Let's do this. All right, you guys, welcome to the podcast. The Chainbreaker Entrepreneur is a name for my podcast that I have had. On my vision board, on my Trello board, uh, in, in all of my journals, all 27 of them, all of my notebooks, and, uh, but most importantly, it's been in my head and in my heart for about two years now. And so, I'm so excited that it's finally coming to life, and that you are here. I am so grateful that you're listening, and that you are in this space. And I, you know, I've known for the last couple of years exactly where what I wanted to deliver, where I wanted to go with this podcast, who I wanted to, to serve. But there was a lot of fear that came into play and a lot of logistical stuff that just freaked me out, right? I think that there's so many times in our lives where we want to do something, but we're like, oh my gosh, that's overwhelming. I'm going to do it at another time when it's, quote, the right time. And I just – I trusted and I knew that this podcast would come to life exactly when it was supposed to. So – I just wanted to start out this first episode by introducing myself and my vision and just kind of just sharing with you what you're going to come here for and what's going to what's gonna happen in this space and what this is designed for. Uh, and I always love to hear people's stories. I think it's so important to understand the vision and the mission, but it's also even more powerful when we can understand all of the pieces that came together to create where it's currently at, right? And so I think you're going to understand a little bit better you know, my mission and my vision And, you know, how we can grow and learn together and, and use this space together to build literally the lives of our dreams. And that's really my mission for you. And, and, and my purpose and my vision is to help you step into your power and to help you step into your soul's calling and to do it in a way that feels good, that feels super aligned, that doesn't feel overwhelming And it actually gets you results. And so there's so many factors that come into play here. There is, you know, who you are as a human, as a soul, who you are as a partner or any of your relationships, who you are as a parent, if you're a parent. Uh, There's so many of these beautiful um, seasons and, and pieces of our lives that are coming together and they're ebbing and they're flowing. And my vision for you here is that you find focus, you find flow, you find your energy here so that you can create exactly what you need to out there in the world. So... I'm just going to share with you a little bit about my story and where it all started and how it all has come to this amazing, incredible point. And we're not done; we're we're continuing on, right? But um, so I grew up. I was raised uh, in Del Delmar. When people ask me where I was raised, I always laugh for a second because I'm like, "At what point in my life do you want me to talk about?" I was raised in a couple different places, and um, I was actually born in Scottsdale, Arizona. And then when I was two, my parents divorced, and we moved to my mom and I moved to Delmar, California. And I spent until I was about nine years old here. So my first memories involve playing in the beautiful sun and the salts and the and the beach and all of that. And I had a great beginning of my childhood here. And when I was nine years old, we moved to, my mom was remarried to my stepdad and I had a stepbrother and a stepsister. And we moved to Portland, Oregon, just outside of Portland, Oregon in Hillsboro, Oregon. And when I was living there for about five years, from when I was nine and a half or so till about 15 I had no idea how amazing that season of my childhood was, um, and just like the, the time spent in Del Mar, it was it was really, really, really magical and powerful. And um, it was I, I some of the best friends of my entire life, uh, still to this day, no matter how, where life takes us, came from Hillsboro, Oregon, and so I'm super grateful for that time there. Uh, and then in high school we moved to uh, Palm Springs California which both of my parents were from Palm Springs are from Palm Springs both of my parents met there and my dad has lived there my whole life so this wasn't like a foreign land to me I had um, essentially grown up there too visiting my dad and all of my family from both sides lived there have have lived there my entire life and so I finished out high school there it was a little bit uprooting to move when I was 15. In that particular season of life, but again, super, super grateful for it. Um, and so, really, the one of the most you know life changing moments or seasons for me was when I was 17 years old. I all of a sudden uh, one night went out to de- eat for dinner, and I started throwing up, and I didn't stop. And uh, the next thing I knew, I was in the ER with a tube down my throat, and this began an eight year journey for me. Um, that a, I was essentially a mystery, like it was a mystery illness. I was a medical anomaly. Nobody knew what was wrong. I would have these violent attacks where I would throw up. I would have terrible abdominal pain and vomiting. And I, you know, was in a series of tests and specialists and just down this hole of uncertainty and not knowing what was wrong with me and not honestly not knowing what. Um, where the light at the end of the tunnel was for me. I was the sick girl. I started to identify as the sick girl. And I um, I just, it was kind of a mess. And of course, it was like in the time that I was graduating high school and going into college and essentially trying to start this new exciting season of my adult life. Um, but with this, you know, this label and this, you know, essentially this anxiety around, Food and when I was going to be in the hospital next, and doctors treating me like I was a drug seeking addict, and uh, which brings me to I eventually I was on upwards of ten plus medications. I think the highest at the time was twelve that I was taking anxiety, anti anxiety medications, pain pills, nausea pills. Uh, at one point, I was on a tranquilizer, um, antidepressants. You name it, I was on it, and so this was um, just kind of a spiral that I was down. And you know, I remember. I've always felt my entire childhood, I have always felt like I was supposed to do something amazing. I have always felt also very protected and very secure, not even in my, my, my physical surroundings because I did move a lot. I was uprooted a lot. Relationships were hard for me. Friendships were, they were easy and they were hard and it was, it was a very, um, it was a very just interesting journey that I've had growing up, but really, uh, I, i've I've grown up and I always even in this in this really tumultuous time that I experienced these health issues, I felt very protected and very safe in myself and with my soul and I felt very grounded and I remember always thinking that um I also remember growing up too, you know, from the time that I was really, really little, like four or five, you know, those first memories, those really first formative memories that you have. I just remember uh, feeling like I was really meant to step outside of expectations that others had of me and really step outside of boxes. But I felt, I feel like looking back now, I didn't really know this at the time, but I lacked the tools and um, the support. To bring that out in myself, and so what ended up happening is, especially right before, and this is a really, really important piece of the puzzle, right before the year that I got sick, I, I had just, we had just moved. I had spent the last year, you know, navigating a new high school with new friends, and that was not my favorite year, you guys. That was terrible. Um, but, and I just, I remember shrinking that year, that whole year. I just felt so, I felt so um, uncomfortable and unsure of how to really truly be myself. And this is, I, I really reflect on this a lot because this is uh, what I believe was a really big part of the the, the piece of, or the reason that I ended up getting sick was this, this physical illness was ultimately a manifestation of, you know, an emotional, essentially an emotional issue that I had in my own heart and my own soul. And this really uncertainty around who I was and how I could be myself and really, um, vibrate at my highest vibration and live at my fullest expression. I was really, really shrinking, especially in that year before I got sick. And so – uh, so yeah, I was navigating this eight-year journey. Um, at the end of it, I, I was on um, upwards of ten medications—really hardcore stuff. You guys, Dilaudid, um, Xanax. I'm really, really open about it. For any of you that's been, for anybody that's been following me for a while, I'm super open about my journey um, in this physical illness and all of that. And uh, toward the end, I—I I was not. I do not, and I still do not identify as an addict, but I was definitely dependent on all of these medications. And what was happening for me was I was caught in a spiral. So at that point, I honestly didn't care what I had. I now know that I had cyclic vomiting syndrome, right? This is a, this is an illness that at the time was not identified, um, very very few doctors were researching that it was a possible thing that actually was a real thing now it's a lot more recognized which I'm super super grateful for for everybody that suffers for anybody who suffers with it now and I do know quite a few people now that do have some variation of this illness but so but by the end I didn't really care what I had at the I, I mean I was at, at that point I was like nobody's ever gonna know an answer but I did know that I was on way too many medications and they were messing me up and I was well, I would try to just go off of them I would try to just stop taking them and then I would get even sicker. And, uh, it was just this bad cycle that I knew I was caught up in. So, uh, I ended up going to rehab. I went to an inpatient rehab facility for two weeks and this was really like the activator for me for the first time. Uh, I didn't even go off all of my medications in that two weeks. It was a slow, it was, Oh, it was like almost a six to nine month full process. Um, but this, this first couple of weeks and couple of months really, really activated something in me. And for the first time in a really long time, I was able to think clearly again, I was able to find energy levels that I didn't even know I had anymore, right? Because I had been on so many uppers and downers. Oh, Adderall, you guys. I was on Adderall at one point because I was in college and couldn't focus, and I had some quack psychiatrist who was like, I'll help you out with that. Uh, So I'm just being really, really candid about this. It was a really crazy – I feel very, very grateful in all seriousness. I feel really, really grateful to be alive given what I was on. Um, Fentanyl was another medication that I was on. I know quite a few people um, in my personal life and in my extended network who have either overdosed or had somebody overdose on that drug too. So I, I do not, um, for, I, I, every single day I wake up and I'm so grateful to be alive given the amount of medications that I was on. So what I ended up doing was going into that inpatient facility and this is where things started really activating for me, right? Um, this is where uh, the, it, it, I started to really become alive again and to really just kind of, Dabble into how to be the best version of myself. Right. So this all uh, was in 2012. Which, uh, if for any of you who follow the you know the Mayan calendar and all of that, or remember in 2012 when everybody was like the world is ending or the Mayan calendar ends, what happens now? Uh, This was in 2012 for me, and I actually didn't even realize at the time what was happening. But this was the year that I was reborn, and that I was um, really allowed to reactivate or activate for the first time the, the, the power that really has, has existed inside of me for my entire life. I really believe that 2012 was the year for me. Um, and that's what it, that's, that, that's what the, the Mayan calendar for me, that's where I kind of fall into it is, is, um, is I was reborn and I was, I was really given a second chance at life. So I, I, um, I got you know sober essentially in in terms of my pills and all that, and I was weaning off uh, the last little bit of them throughout the year. I met my husband this year, and I was just this new version of myself. I really started you know uh, making my self care a priority. I worked out. I went hiking at Torrey Pines every single day. For those of you who are San Diego residents or have been here, uh, I by this time I had moved back to after college. I had moved back here to. Um, North County, San Diego, and so I would go. I was hiking every single day, and I was just really finding myself and my at my energy again, essentially. And so, I met my husband. I we got married uh, in 2013, and it um, this is when my entrepreneurial journey began as well. I I was a freelance writer, so I had made my first website and gotten a really solid client base in addition to being a nanny, and I was just kind of like really feeling good. I was feeling really like alive again, Um, and so my husband and I got married, and I was freelance writing, and I continued to market and sell myself and um, just really learn how to run my own freelance business essentially while I got pregnant with our first baby, and so this was this was such a, a beautiful time because I had everything I had ever wanted. You guys, in my entire life, was to be a mom, and I was just so grateful that after almost a decade of just literally not even knowing if I could have kids, because clearly in my in my illness, and my state, and being on all the medications that I was, that would not have been a reality for me. And so that was the driving force for me to really um, take back as much of my health as I could, uh, which actually ended up. Basically, curing me. Uh, And there's so many. I'm going to do a separate podcast episode on this too. But I really, in in getting off all those medications and really like stepping into what does it look like to properly care for my body, mind, body, soul, food, exercise, all of that, I was able to essentially heal myself. And uh, for a little while, I was really confused by it. But now I totally have a lot of clarity around it. So I'm totally going to dive into that in a separate episode. But the. What happened was I, you know, I got pregnant. I was working. I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, and that I was fortunate enough that that was going to be a reality for me. And so, but I had always known in the back of my mind that I was supposed to do something else as well. But because my my mission and my vision to be a mom was so powerful, I at that time I was like it's okay. This is this is what I've been wanting. I'm going to do this. And so, I had our first son, um Breslin in October of 2014, and my world was just made, you guys. I was, I was, it was everything I had ever wanted. I was with him every day. It was just this magical dance of motherhood that I had been dreaming about my whole life. And I was so grateful, and I am so grateful that it's something that I get to do. And so I. I, I remember about six months into motherhood just feeling like there was something I was supposed to do. There was something else that I was supposed to put out into the world and feeling really guilty because, again, all, this is all that I had ever wanted. And so I felt really just conflicted and almost ashamed by it um, in, in terms of, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and, and, and knowing so many people that wanted to be stay-at-home moms and couldn't be stay-at-home moms. And just this really, like, it was just this, like, battle that was happening inside of me. And I really started diving into my journey my health journey and how I got better and really feeling like I was called to share in that space too. And I, I, um, I just started putting myself out there in the online space to share my story and to connect with other people. And I decided that I wanted to really, um, help women, you know, stabilize and energize themselves in times of chronic illness and illness and health issues. And this was based on my own transformation, right? And I knew that I had a transformation that I had been through, essentially hell, and been able to pull myself out of it with quite a few tools, and uh, a lot of that just came from inside of me, and from me being able to activate, like, an emotional energy inside of myself that would then help me take the action steps on the outside to get the results that I craved, craved, which was essentially... For me not to be sick and in the hospital anymore and on all the drugs, right? And so I started coaching women in this space. I wrote a book. I I felt so called to just share and to just help people, right? To just take their hand and help them on a journey to feeling better. And this was a really powerful time for me. I had no idea what I was doing, you guys. I was barely making any money for it. I didn't. It was so tricky because I didn't want to charge. I didn't feel that I had a right to charge just for helping somebody feel what I feel like is a basic human function in terms of just feeling really amazing and incredible and healthy, right? So it was this conflict that I had that I just wanted to serve. I didn't know how to charge for it. Uh, so I was just kind of dabbling. I I, I reflect on that time and I say, I say to people, I'm like, I, I dabbled. I dabbled in this space for a little bit. And around this time, I got pregnant with our second, uh, our second daughter, um, or our second child who was a daughter <laughs> and I, my husband and I, my husband at the time, he was in what I describe as a soul sucking corporate sales job and he was on the road all the time. He was not home. Like it was, he was traveling at least three to four days a week and there was no end in sight for that. Right. And so it was, it was this time in our lives where we started to activate this, you know, what if we were entrepreneurs and what if we ran our own businesses and what if we did this without anybody else telling us what we can and can't do. And so we became really empowered. We got into, um, the miracle morning, the miracle morning showed us how to get up in the morning and really, really set intentions and to visualize and to meditate and to really care for yourself in that first half hour to hour of your day. And we did this while I was pregnant. We had a a year and a half year old kid who woke up who woke up at 5 a.m., so we would wake up at 4, so we could do this together. It was a really powerful time in our lives, and what ended up happening is we started an Amazon business. We started an Amazon private label business. Uh, one of my best friends mentored us through this. She and her now husband have totally been mentors um, uh, for us through this process, but we started this business, and we did it right. And we, um, we had some really successful first few products. And so we, I, I kind of shifted my focus during this time to that business because I knew that was what was going to bring, um, uh, my husband home from that, from this job that he hated. Uh, and fast forward a couple months, I had our daughter and, um, he was fired unexpectedly from his, from the job that he hated, but it, it he, it was, it was so funny because he was planning on quitting, you know, when our business got to a certain point. Um, and it's like one of of those things where he really wanted to quit and then they fired him and he was, um, they fired him because he, I mean, they would never have admitted this, but they fired him because he, this was, they fired him a month after he took two weeks off when I had our daughter. So you do the math. Um, I'm just gonna leave that there, right there, where it is. I'm sure some of you re- are listening to this can totally relate to um, that experience because I know quite a few people who have been through a similar situation. But it was a really painful time. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; it was probably the craziest, especially that first couple months where he knew he didn't want to go back to get another sales job, but our business was not yet where it needed to be. But we knew that was our only choice, and so we dove, we dove head in, head first, right into this business, uh, and we ended up building up to a multiple six-figure business in that year. Uh again, I'm not going to lie. That year was freaking crazy. Uh I was, you know, I had we had two kids. We were adjusting to be a fam- being a family of four. Uh we didn't have a whole lot of help in the way of like a babysitter or anything. So it was really just working in the cracks of our day. Um but I really had to during that year, I really really learned to get into um, really paying attention to the high performing habits that I had, right? Taking really freaking good care of my body, uh, food, exercise, all of that, and really just getting really focused on how to utilize essentially the cracks of my day to build this business and to do what I needed to do for it to get it where I needed to be. And I really just, I learned, I learned how to, you know, essentially. Connect and to sell and do business in a really soulful, spirited way that felt really authentic to myself and to you know I learned marketing, sales, um, product development, um, time management. Hello, um, that was a big one too. I, I I just learned how to run a business and I learned how to run it successfully, and uh, it was a really really powerful year and um, brought us a lot of success and it was a really exciting time. And so what happened after this is in. 2017, as this business was getting some momentum, my husband was taking a little bit more of the reins. I still had this calling to serve on my own, in my own space and in my own energy. Right. And I knew that I was supposed to coach people. I knew that I was supposed to bring people, you know, through a transformation and to help them essentially just live in their highest power uh, and in their highest energy. And so what happened was, is I joined a network marketing company in 2017, uh, thinking that it, thinking that it would, because the whole time I had really wanted to coach people. And I, I had been really really um nervous about sharing that and stepping into that. But I I didn't have a structure. I didn't feel like I had a structure to, you know, how the hell was I going to coach anybody through a a process, right? And so I joined a network marketing company thinking that it would give me the structure and the purpose that I craved as the vehicle for my impact. And I did pretty well really quickly. There was a big energy shift that I got from my upline. I had some amazing mentors in that space. I I learned how to use my voice. I learned uh, sales on this level. I learned how to really like get on the phone with people and really communicate what I was going to do for them and what the business was going to do for them and what the products were going to do for them too. And so the problem was, is that about six or seven months into that, I was doing well, but I couldn't ignore that I knew I had to serve on my own. I knew that I was just using this vehicle as a band aid. And look, you guys, so many of my current clients now are in network marketing. I believe in network marketing wholeheartedly. I I always joke and 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 not not joke in, in the long term, but I I'm always talking about how at some point I will likely join another network marketing company because I feel super super passionate about uh, multiple streams of income and, you know, bringing people into your space and using products and loving them and making money doing it. Right? Like I believe in all of this, but for me in particular, I was using it as sort of a band aid, and I was using it as sort of a crutch and I was using it to, um, to kind of, uh, ignore. And I I was, I was suppressing what I was really supposed to be doing. And so I felt burnt out. I felt pretty misaligned and I knew that I needed to honor my fullest purpose And just really step into coaching. I knew that like, I had tried this and literally you guys, everybody that was on my network marketing team told me, they're like, you should just be my life coach. Like, This is amazing. And uh, I was getting that so frequently that I knew I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I knew that I had to go all in on my coaching business. And so during this time, we decided to pack up. We lived in Encinitas, California. We decided on a whim to, we had pretty much, my husband has grown up here and we decided to move to Bend, Oregon. Um, it was literally one night we were just chatting and we're like, where should we move? Where else in the world do we want to live? And we said, Bend, Oregon. And within two to three months we were up there and living up there. Uh, and at this time uh, I did two things. I hired my first business coach and I bought a Fit for, Mom, Fit for Mom franchise. And looking back again, I was, I was using the Fit for Mom franchise as uh, a vehicle for my my purpose and my mission, and you guys, if you have a Fit For Mom franchise in your area, Stroller Strides, Body Back, like those programs are still to this day some of my favorite exercise routine, like regimens. And I believe so strongly in the community that you find there, and the mission and the purpose of the entire company. Um, but I, I just saw an opportunity and I took it, and I built up the Fit For Mom um, community in Bend. Uh, it had been kind of. Um, paused a little bit the previous owner had some some issues and it hadn't been up and running so I revived it essentially and I built this incredible community up there I'm so passionate about fitness and all of that uh, but at the same time I hired my first business coach because I knew that I was supposed to coach people as well I knew that I was supposed to help people step into their purpose and help people really step into their own energy so that they can share their light into the world. And uh so I was doing this at the same time, which was a very it was not gonna lie, it was very uh difficult and it was such a challenge to build this community in person, but also know that what I know that I'm supposed to be doing long term is building my online business, coaching people, really helping them step in to all of their power, right? So I hired my first business coach, um, And the reason why I hired her is because I knew that she could provide me the transformation that I wanted, which was to really start building my coaching business, really step all in. I knew she would give me structure. I knew that she would uh, hold the space for me to bust through all of the stuff that had been holding me back for years, you guys. I know, I have known for years that I wanted to be a coach and I was so scared to step in and I knew that investing in her and allowing her to hold the space for me to come in and transform and bust through things and get really clear and focused uh, and ultimately have the energy and stamina to build my own coaching business, I knew that was going to happen with her. And so I hired her while running fit for mom there. Uh, and during this time over, you know, over over the course of the, you know, the six to nine months, um, that I was working with her and living in Bend, uh, I brought on a ton of coaching clients. I, I, for the first time in my entrepreneurial journey, I have been so aligned with what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm, I have been, um, completely grounded in my vision and in my mission and just so energized by it. And so then we decided to move back to Encinitas, California, where we are now. We've been here for a few weeks, and um, we, it, we, we we like to say we took a long trip up to Bend, uh, all of our families in Encinitas uh, or Southern California, and so it just made sense for us to come back here and to uh, be by the beach and to soak up the sun and so that's kind of been like the timeline of the journey and I just wanted to share that with you because I really want to be transparent uh, that there are a lot it's a roller coaster you guys like there are a lot of things that you you go through that you experience that you try on in your journey to shining your light into the world and it's okay to look back and say oh, oh my gosh like did I really do that like was that a good choice um, or I'm so glad I didn't do that or I'm so glad I did and then I, I realized that it wasn't the right thing it wasn't in alignment so I'm so glad that I uh, because you guys, that's all I've done for the last uh you know, essentially four plus years is just followed. The, the voices and follow the feelings the gut checks that I have with myself in terms of is this the right choice is this the path that I'm supposed to be on or should I go down this other path or should I continue at a slower pace or should I completely go back and start you know and take a completely different path like there have been so many moments like that for me in this journey and so I just want to be really transparent about that um, to you as I as I share with you in this space what I've learned and and you know how I really want to help you do this for yourself too. And so, I I am really I am I'm so certain that I am here to help you shine your light and to really help you get focused and energized and to help you identify the stories and beliefs that are holding you back. This has been the most powerful part of my journey is really understanding how to get out of my own way and how to break through. All of the things that are holding me back, and so that's why the chain breaker entrepreneur—that's what this means, you guys. I'm here to help you break through a ton of old stories, beliefs, feelings, um, judgments that you have about yourself, about the world, about yourself in the world, and what you want to do in this world. That's what this podcast is all about. I really, I really want to. When it comes to running a business online and otherwise. I want you to know that I know, I know how to do it. I've done it. Am I an expert in, you know, all the things? Of course there are, there are things that I learn every single day. But over the last few years, I have really, really navigated it intentionally. I have been so focused, and I have been really aware um, at uh, uh, really aware about it, what it is that it takes to do this in a way that feels really good for you right now, and where you are in this particular season, and where I've been in each season of my journey. Right, so that's what I, that's all I want to help you do is I just want to help you figure it out for you because there's no one size fits all anything, and I really, I really want you to know that I have done. A shit ton of work, you guys. I've done tons of personal development. I have hired, I have had, uh, been a part of so many group programs, courses, coaches, and all of that. Um, and I've I've really been able to crack open and committed to the transformation. and And currently, I'm making more money than I ever have in my entire life. And essentially, that's what I want for you too. Uh, I set a massive goal in for myself in 2018 and I blew it out of the water because I was committed to the transformation and this entire space, this entire podcast is dedicated to helping you do that too. Um, I you know I've really really just become very aware of how to do this in a way that feels good for me and I'm really good at helping you do the same. And so that's just my mission is to really just help you help you do the same. And to help you navigate this journey um, for you and for exactly what you need, wherever it is that you're at in it, whether you're day one or day four thousand and one, this is this is my purpose for you. And so, when I decided on the name of this podcast, um, for real, when I I had like I said, I had this on my vision board, I had this on my Trello board for quite some time, and then um, I, I um, once I once I really committed to launching this podcast in January of 2019, I sat down with myself and I did a little ritual and I took a deep breath and I just said, what is a chain breaker? What does it mean to be a chain breaker? And it's really, it's really about wanting and knowing that you're supposed to break through what society, our parents, and even our brains have told us our whole lives, right? This is really about just coming back to you and to your soul and to come home to all of that. And a lot of that is, is, is just us relearning how to be us and relearning how to trust in ourselves. And that's been a really, really powerful part of my mission. And so I'm just going to share with you, I'm going to read a little blurb, the little blurb that I wrote when I really decided that this was going to be the name of my podcast and that this was my vision and this is what I was going to bring to you here. So a chain breaker is a human who is absolutely ready to live the brightest, boldest, and richest life imaginable. A human who is ready to step into balance a human who craves energy and connection, a human who desires to activate and elevate every aspect of their life. You're ready to get out of your own way. You're ready to crack open so that you can build something new. You have been given an awareness of some shit that needs to be shifted. You're ready to write, rewrite old suffocating stories. You know that you're here to move through messed up, ridiculous patterns and beliefs that try to keep you stuck so that you can have and be, and do, and give all that you are meant to in this lifetime. We are all carrying around a ton of physical and emotional shit that does not belong to us. Worry, fear, judgment, doubt. Being a chain breaker is about unlearning many of these elements so that that you spent your whole life trusting and believing in. It's about learning how to become truly focused, cut through the noise, take inspired action, and feel aligned in the way that you live your life and run your business. And the truth is, we are all chain breakers. We are capable, we are all capable of breathing new, limitless life into our reality. We are all craving a release of something so that we can live the very life that we are called to. Rather than working toward complete absolute change, this podcast is meant to focus on a rebalance of your energy, a recalibration of trust an activation of our mind, body, and soul connection, an ascension of our awareness, and focused action in the way that we show up for ourselves and our people every single day. When you decide to break a chain, you will open up some major stuff. This space will absolutely support you through it. If you are a driven entrepreneur craving soul balance and spirited strategy, you belong here. If you've ever asked yourself, how the hell can I do this? Then this is a place that you will likely call home, and so that's what this is all about here. That's I just wanted to end this first introduction, this uh, "Who am I? What am I doing? What are you going to find here?" episode with that little blurb because that came to me so quickly and so officially. And I have not changed a single word since I wrote it. Um, I think that everything that needed to come through in that little blurb came through for me. And that was literally the moment that I decided that that was the name, that this was the name of the podcast. And so I just wanted to end this episode by sharing that with you and by just telling you that I'm so grateful that you're here. And I'm so, so honored to share this space with you and to, Uh, provide you this container to come and to feel really supported and really energized and really focused and clear on how to continue on your journey in the way that feels super, super amazing for you so that you can actually get the results and make the money and serve the people and do all the amazing things that you dream about. That's all that I want for you. And that's exactly what this space is going to do for you. So until next time, we'll see you later.